0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound
1: the battle cry.
0: Two men, 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk.
1: Good
0: morning, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. How are you doing today, my friend? Fantastic. How about you?
1: Oh, doing so good. So good. So excited to be opening up the Bible to Psalm 103.
0: Psalm 103.
1: And talking about that this week. Yes. As the summer's been winding down, we've had a lot of things that I, I know I'm thankful for this summer. Okay. We uh, completed working with uh, Colin, the summer preaching intern, this yes. last week. And yes. That was, that was good, and then you and I had the opportunity to participate in a Preacher Workshop. That was fantastic. Focusing on social media and all of its uh, dangers as well as positive applications. Yes. And so I think it's just been a real uh, strong
0: end of the summer. Yes. And now we got to be turning our attention and to the fall. We've kicked off a special series in our Bible classes Sunday night, Wednesday night for adults and teens mm-hmm. uh, on wise stewardship. That's going well. Yeah. yeah I it think. It is going well. That's
1: right. I think. And we know here in another week or two, uh, all the college kids will be back in town. And so praying for their safe travels and looking
0: forward to a new school school year. Lots of great stuff. So we are in this final month of season four and looking at the last four Psalms over these next four weeks in book four. I thought this would be a great opportunity for us to walk the paths of righteousness sure. one more time while we're in the Psalms. And of course, what that means is, it, with our congregation, for anybody who's listening in that's not a member of the Livingston congregation, all of this is anchored in our Bible reading plan for the congregation, where we read a Psalm a week, mm-hmm. but we're supposed to read it every day. Right. And in our private time and our family time, what we're supposed to also do, in addition to reading, is walk through some meditation exercise, focusing each day on a different aspect. So on Monday, in the Paths of Righteousness with the letter P, we are going to talk about praise. So that's Mm -hmm. what we're going to talk about today. So uh, the rest of it, uh, Tuesday is admonition, Wednesday is trust, Thursday is hope, Friday is share, and that gets our acronym PATHS. So that's what we're going to, or acrostic, whichever one of those is the right term. So the acrostic, the Paths of Righteousness. Today we're going to talk about praise. So I'm going to read Psalm 103 from the English Standard Version as you're listening think about praise. What do you get out of this Psalm that prompts or improves your praise of God? Psalm 103, English Standard Version of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. As for man, his days are like grass, he flourishes like a flower of the field, for the wind passes over it and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, and all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Well, I do pick up in this psalm.
1: Certainly the charge to go and praise God. Bless the Lord, oh my soul.
0: Bless the Lord, oh my soul. I I probably mentioned this before in one of the other psalms. I used to have a personal blog that I, I mean, I still actually have it. I just don't ever write on it anymore. I used to be more consistent with it. And for a while, I would end almost all of my posts saying something along the lines of, may God bless you, Mm -hmm. but more importantly, may you bless God. Mm. The interesting thing is you, you have no idea how many times I would get emails from people talking about how awful it was that I would say we were supposed to bless God. Really? I yeah, it was amazing to me. Just absolutely amazing. I, I mean, obviously I'm making a little play on words. Yeah. I don't think the way God blesses us is the same way we bless him, but no. I would just, I would just go to a list of Psalms and, well, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. <laughs> you need, I would just kind of point that out. And, and it's, it's like this, this aspect of praise of worship mm-hmm. uh, has been completely lost in, in our modern American Christianity, where we just think about God blessing America and God blessing us that this, this, what we find is we are supposed to bless God. We are supposed to say good things about God. We are supposed to say good things to God. Yeah. What a great observation.
1: Uh, even as you say that, it makes me think about the idea of, wow, what if I uh, was to limit, or no, I'll put, phrase it this way. What if God was to limit his blessings to me to the times that I bless him? Ooh, ooh, uh, you know, yeah. I, because what you bring out there is it probably speaks to this idea well we know that on sundays when we gather together as god people we're going to be praising god and, and blessing god in that sense i mean there's dedicated times church comes together and they they worship god and what a strange idea to think outside of that we've got this business to be blessing god but no not at all and if it was the other way around where on sundays we'd get some blessing from god we wouldn't be here we wouldn't be here at all mm
0: bless the Lord. O oh my soul and all that is within me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bless his holy name. Yeah. All that is within me. Uh, that does make me think about the greatest command me too. to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your might or yes, all your strength. strength. Yeah. So with with every bit of who I am, with every bit of my identity and my personhood, whether we're talking about my body, my spirit, Mm -hmm. my emotions, my psyche, my strength, my mind, all of that is supposed to be attuned toward bringing praise and glory to God, loving Him, longing for Him.
1: And how challenging that can be. Um, I guess I'm learning as I think about blessing the Lord with all my soul and all that is within me, that's not going to happen accidentally. When you break that down with the heart and think about how the Lord Partition that as he quotes the great command or the greatest command. I think how tricky it can be to get all of that aligned. You know, that, uh, well, if my body is well rested, then it seems like my heart might be divided. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if I can get my heart focused upon God, maybe my stomach starts growling, <laughs> you know, and, and there's some uh, distraction there. When I think about my emotions, right, Uh, that those can be uh, stirred up, sometimes because of emotional um, trial, I guess. I'm heartbroken, or or maybe I'm angry. If I have the wherewithal, that's that's a good time to pray. But rarely am I thinking about blessing God in those instances, right? It's more like, God, please grant me patience or help me some other way.
0: What I'm picking up on, I, I think what you're saying is the enemy will attack us and distract us in any way he possibly can. Well, certainly there's that <laughs> from every angle. Every angle. From every angle. In in every part of my being that is supposed to bring blessing and praise to God, he will the, he will attack him. challenges there. And and I, I, I what you're saying is so true. Well, and, if I and, get one aligned, yeah. he hits another one. Yeah.
1: I even even when uh, you know, like in corporate prayer, right? And we were, it's a very dedicated time, and our, oh, yeah. our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. Except for maybe the little kids that are peeking to see what <laughs> what happens when our eyes are closed, right? Uh, but you know the the prayer guy might say something, and it's some word that takes my mind to some other place, not necessarily an untoward place, but distracted. Not, yeah, not in the prayer anymore, right? You know, he thanked God for something. That made me think
0: about something, and now I don't know what we're praying about anymore. <laughs> well,
1: well, there's that, a mental
0: discipline to it. Yeah, the, the obvious illustration on that one is he thanks God for our daily food, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, yeah, what are we doing for lunch That's today? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're supposed, oh, did I turn the
1: crockpot on? <laughs> what if I didn't turn the crockpot on? <laughs>
0: yeah, I, this, it's a, just distraction. That's an interesting thing is you bring up the corporate worship. I know that one of the things that we think about with those who lead our congregation in worship is how to how to lead worship in a way that produces worship sure. among the members. And I think that is a great question for us to ask. I think that's a great thought process for us to, to walk down as leaders of congregational worship. However, one of the things you're bringing up is that there is some personal responsibility. Oh, some, absolutely. Some yeah, personal yeah, responsibility yeah. that no matter what the song leader is doing and no matter what the prayer leader is doing and no matter what the preacher is doing, I am supposed to be focusing my attention on praising God. Yes. And in the end... I am the one that is responsible for my involvement in that corporate, that communal congregational activity of worship that we're involved in. And I, and I need to align as best I can. Yeah. And it's a discipline. Would you say it's a skill? Yes. Which, which means it's something we have to practice and
1: it's something we're going to grow in. And I think that that is a novel concept for a lot of people about worship, that worship is to be a wash in emotion and you don't have to have a whole lot of skill Just ride that
0: wave to be just an an, a a what was it a wash in emotion a wash in emotion okay so there's the one part of us the heart at least how we view it sure the heart as the seat of emotions and that one we tend to think is something that just kind of happens to us. Yet, we need to direct our hearts in the right way. Sometimes events around us guide the emotions in a proper direction. Sometimes they guide them away from the proper Mm -hmm. direction. Certainly, when something around us prompts positive emotions in the right direction that is fantastic and it makes it easier makes it easy it it's does make it easy but or easier i should say but there's still it's bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within all that is within me, me. not just the emotions also the the mind the mental the body all of that being directed in that right direction
1: well let's think about the mind for a moment because i, I guess i've taken up the concept of prayer a, as my example and mm. thinking through how to bless the lord but okay much more readily, I bless the Lord in song,
0: well especially congregationally,
1: yeah, and i don 't think uh, you know twice about that right that that 's a good thing, and we want to do that. we want to sing these praises, and of course, here we have been reading psalms and getting a vocabulary to bless the Lord with all of our soul, mm-hmm. yeah
0: thinking this through, okay, so there 's having the mind attuned, mm-hmm. the mind is focused, when you bring up songs, of course, I think one of the things that the uh, songs are more emotive they just automatically yes. they are more emotive. As I am being, as I am emoting in song, I need to make sure that the mind is engaged yes. as well. Yes, not just excited about the tune, the feel of the song, the yes. feel of everybody singing together. Yeah, the but my mind. Of the people. My mind attuned to the words that I'm saying, the mm-hmm. words that others are saying to me yeah. as we sing to one another. And I think I would add to that.
1: And then my strength is my voice that I add to it, and I actually
0: participate in this singing and blessing the Lord that way. Singing and prayer. I'm, I am thinking about our our might our strength i know the scripture does not demand or require certain bodily positions while praying mm. while singing yeah. but that issue of our body being involved we th- are embodied it we is are embodied. involved yes it is involved we are embodied i wonder if some of this uh, again I, it's not like i want to prescribe rules about about posture. Yet at the same time, if if I'm worshiping God and what I'm doing is just kind of all lulled over and sprawled out and just all, you know, like like nothing important is going on the same way I would just watch a football game or something, the same way I just veg out and watch TV. I, no my body needs to be attuned to what's going on
1: well even think about the difference you,
0: you can kneel and pray
1: you can lie prostrate and pray but yeah. it is very difficult to sing from those positions sure. now when you stand now your body is aligned to sing very successfully yeah yeah
0: not that we have to stand every time we're singing but just no. that idea of, of but being, i I'm being I'm just attuned to our... speak to yeah. the
1: posture and the might of yeah. the body uh, goes along with different expressions of worship to God.
0: So as we we're praising, here's what I'm getting today. Where where we went immediately with our meditation and a discussion on this was all that is within me, Yes. heart, soul, mind, and strength, all of it needs to be focused toward praising and glorifying God. This has been helpful to me. Yeah. Thank you for being in this conversation with me. It really has been helpful. Well, thank you, and, and thank you to
1: everyone who's listening, all of our Text Talk listeners. And what we appreciate is when you like the podcast, share it, recommend it to a friend. It just makes a big, big difference. And we're going to close with a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, bless you from our soul from all that is within us bless you and bless your holy name we bless the Lord father and we want to remember and to consider all the wonderful benefits and blessings that you give to us father eternity is not long enough to express our blessing praise about your goodness because the half would not be told but we thank you father that you've given us this day this breath this time to consider your word and to bless you and praise you in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
0: Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Ready, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. month of season four
1: absolutely and we're looking at Psalm 104 today reflecting a little bit on some great things that have happened this summer no we're uh, not well I am right now
0: no we're looking at Psalm 103 <laughs> oh <laughs>